Welcome to the Salt Twin Cities podcast, a podcast that is seeking to equip college students to grow in their walk with Jesus 10 minutes at a time. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Salt Twin Cities podcast. I'm joined by Drake. Drake, great to have you back, man. Wow. Hello, everyone. Good to be here. I mean, it, it's been a little while. A few episodes yeah. since you've been on the podcast, so we're, we're pumped to have you back. And, it's been a uh, long couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm, I'm just hoping that this podcast doesn't have to be broken up into two episodes. Uh, like like the one Gans comes in for of one. Of course. She just needs to, you know, make her statement, so she's totally. really on two. And, um, get, I'm get, surprised you guys didn't know that just going into I, it. This I, is going to take... A yeah, but you know, it, 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 yeah, it, but it, good stuff. So if you haven't listened oh, to the, back the listen last to two episodes, uh, you got to go back and listen to it. Talking about overseas. Also just get to know Gons a little more seriously uh, throughout the episode, which is, which is sweet. But guys, we're jumping back into rule of life for this episode. So again, I've, I've said this every rule of life episode, got to go back, kind of listen to that first one where we explain what rule of life is, or you will be super lost. Yes. But this week we're jumping into uh, community. So Drake, why do we, why is community part of our rule of life? Like, why do we care about community? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot of different ways that we talk about community. And I think it's such an important conversation for us to have right now, because yeah, there's um, just the culture that we live in, the kind of experience of the online church that has, I mean, happened a lot in this past year, obviously, but we, we feel the weight of that need. And you hear a lot of language behind community, like it is not optional. It's necessary. It's a vital thing. It's a the heartbeat behind what we do. There's a lot of language that speaks to community because it's such an important thing. And I think one of the first places that we need to go is back to the beginning of the Bible. We want to give you a lot of text to talk about or, or to learn about these different things. And so Genesis 1 God says, let us make man in our image. And it's important to focus on that us and that our, because it's speaking to a God who exists in community. We know that there's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And and so the reason why we say it's a necessary part of what we do is because we are made in the image of a God who exists in community. So it's not just an optional thing for our lives. It's actually the very way that we're wired as we're made in the image of that God. And we see that throughout the entire Bible. Like I'm, I'm thinking about Ephesians 2, where Paul is speaking to the Gentiles and how they've been brought into the family of God. And he says, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundations of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. Like that, you have been brought into this family. It's not just you have been adopted into this individual relationship with Jesus, but he's brought you into a family we also see the bride of Christ, that he came for his bride, which is the entire church. And so it's important for us to see that one of the most vital parts of our walk with Jesus is the family that we have been adopted into mm. to pursue Jesus together. And we see in different parts, the body of Christ having different parts, different members and different giftings, but all a part of the body of Christ and all a way that Christ proclaims himself to the rest of the world. And so we see it all throughout scripture that community is something that we need to be a part of, that intentional community of people surrounding us, shaping us and pointing us to Christ is something that we need, something I need in my life. Because otherwise, man, my heart would run towards, 
sin and my flesh and things like that. I need the body to remind me to speak truth, to encourage me, to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. And for, yeah, just that community to bless my walk with Jesus. Community is something we see from Genesis to Revelation. We talked a little bit about that with mission, that it's not just, hey, let's go to this one verse in the Bible, which we can do. Like we could go to one chapter, one verse, but a communal salvation, like salvation is so much more than the individual. It's something we see as a theme throughout the Bible is a little bit of what you're saying. Like family is a a theme of the Bible. We've been invited into this new family adoption. We're members of one body. I mean, all these things we hear throughout all of scripture. Yeah. And that's why it's like community is such this call that we want to have because it's an invitation into one of the greatest things that God wants to experience us to experience here on this earth. Like you're missing out on such uh, a great amount of joy in your walk with Christ and such a great amount of just support and strengthening when you're not diving into the family of God um, because God has gifted us that to be the people that help us walk more like Christ. Ex- yeah, exactly. And so let's just take a second and talk about things that keep you from that community, the joy, as Drake said, that, that we want you to experience, but we often find ourselves uh standing away from that joy because of just our own sin. And so just a few that that come to mind, living in the darkness, which that seems like a weird one to start with, but in Christian community, where it's way, it's not, it's deeper than friendship. Like it's different than just having friends who are Christians. Christian community is doing life together. And part of doing life together is carrying each other's burdens and being able to, to walk with each other in weakness and in sin. And so when we try to keep our life together, like, oh, it seems like my other Christian friends have their life together. The other people in my C group, the other people in my D group kind of have it figured out, but I feel like I'm the one that doesn't have it figured out. When we try to act as though we do have it figured out, that's actually the very thing that's keeping us from deep Christian community because we want to walk with each other in our burdens and weakness. Yeah, and just a, a quick verse to throw in there. First John one seven, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, speaking to Jesus, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. That man, when we walk in the light, that actually draws us together. I think that's one of our greatest fears of walking in the light is man, what will they think? But the scripture says it actually draws us closer with one another. And I think when we live that out, we actually experience that. Like people yeah. that are like, Oh, my sin is keeping is my if I own up to my sin, that's actually going to push my friendship away. I feel like are the very people that haven't actually walked in the light in Christian community because from experience, that actually is the thing that draws us to deep relationship with one another. Yeah. Um, okay. Second one, things that keep us from community comparison, which is just like thoughts of self, right? Like how do I compare to the people? We kind of touched on that in the point earlier. Am I worse than the people? Like, am I more of a sinner than the other people in the room? Am I more righteous than the people in the room? And so Therefore, I'm like, I have to see myself as the leader as opposed to just one among peers, one within the body, Um, like confusing ourselves as the head of the body. But scripture describes that as Christ is the head. Like we aren't the head. We're just members of the same body. Yeah. And I think even as I think of this idea of comparison, it also halts you from bringing your giftings to the table because Mm -hmm. what ends up happening, what I've seen in my own life is I fix my eyes on all the different giftings of these people that I'm in community with. And I want all those giftings, but I don't have it. And so I, I actually don't even bring the gifting that I truly have to the table because I'm crippled by seeing all these different people. But 
to change those and actually that we can celebrate the giftings of others and that we get to bring our giftings to the table because that's a necessary part of the body is something important for us to remember. Totally. And we'll we'll do a, an episode on gifting another time, but let me just help help everyone out. Gifting, what Drake means by that is ways that we can uniquely love people. So think about like yeah, you are good. uniquely wired by the spirit of God to love people in a specific way. And so if it's easy for you to love someone by words of encouragement, like don't worry about writing a really profound note if that's what your friends do. Just like speak words of encouragement to that person because yeah. that's how God has wired you to love and serve the body of Christ. Okay, third thing that keeps us from community, busyness. And I feel like we see this a lot in college students. Just like I'm too busy to pursue friendship. I have too much homework. I have too many things going on between my three jobs, mm-hmm. my 20 credits, sleep, eat, eating, making food, grocery shopping. I just have no time for Christian community. And Drake, what what would you say like in that is is kind of the the heart issue or what what's like the confusion that's happening that maybe they're blinded by? Yeah, I, I think that there can just be a hyper focus on what am I trying to accomplish for my life? And at times community seems like a benefit to me, but at times I actually need to push that away because I need to focus on, man, this test, my future career, whatever that might be. But it's not actually just a a thing that benefits me in different seasons, but it's a, a vital part of me walking with Jesus. And it's a command for me to give of myself to that community. So this isn't just something that's actually helpful and nice in different seasons, but this is a calling for you to jump in and be a part of that family. And so to not see it as the first thing to go on your calendar because you need to focus on what you truly want to focus on, but rather seeing it as something that is a non-negotiable, something that you shouldn't and can't take out of that schedule. Mm. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, okay, fourth thing that keeps us from community. Uh, we're going to call it the wish dream of community. So there's this author. Uh, he lived during World War II. His name's Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He's written many books, but one book in particular, uh, a book that I've read, Drake's read, and would just commend to you is a book called Life Together by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And in this book, he talks about um, how one of the things that keeps us from community is our dream of what community should be. And so I'm just going to read this one part of this quote from Bonhoeffer and, and hopefully color in a little bit more of what he means. Those who love their dream of a Christian community community more than they love the Christian community itself become destroyers of that Christian community, even though their personal intentions may be ever so honest, earnest, and sacrificial. And so what he means by that is like, man, I wish my community was more like this. And God's given you a community right in front of you. But you seeing all the ways that your current community doesn't add up to the community that you dreamed it would be, when you are constantly evaluating the discrepancies between those two, you actually become the very person that's keeping the community that you're in from being the community that you want it to be. So if we just learn to like live, love, and serve the community that God has placed in front of us, we're going to be the very people that bring that community into this like beautiful picture of the kingdom of God. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, I mean, yeah, even in my own experience, man, I want us to be a closer community. I want us to be more authentic. I want us to be like that connection group. I want us to be the people that are 
sharing meals constantly and laughing together all the time. Like, I want that type of intimacy with that group. And what you end up doing is like, man, that group that you've thought of, not really true people that are before you, you, you love and want that community. And I love your call. Just like, hey, be present. Love who shows up. Those are the people that God's called you to love who they are and where they're at right now. Mm. Okay. So how does community get formed into our rule of life? We're going to, Drake and I are going to kind of jump back and forth, rapid fire these. First one, connection group. Seems obvious, but I feel like we hear excuses all the time. Like, man, my connection group, it's just like, it's just so easy, so low bar that I feel like I, it's so easy to miss as well, right? Like, oh, homework, I got a project, I got a test, I got a, even a group project. I'm available Tuesday night. I say that to my group project, even though I know I have connection group on Tuesday night, because we just think it's like, it's come and go, like, yeah. it's okay to miss, but it's kind of back to your, man, I'm prioritizing the things in my own life, my own vision of success, of the good life, my own vision of what my life should be, what would bring me joy is actually superseding what God says will bring me joy, which is to walk yeah. in Christian community. Yeah. And I think just realizing, like, I think sometimes you can be like, oh, shoot, connection group came up again this week. Like, it's like, you know that that's a part of your week. And so if you put your man flag in the ground that that's non-negotiable, that actually orients the rest of your week. That yeah, if you do have a test coming up, well, I've got connection group during that time. So I need to find other time to invest into studies. And so, yeah, I think that's a huge one. I think another um, tip for community is for our leaders, you're engaging and you're entering in with our discipleship groups. And I think a question that you always want to be asking yourself throughout your walk with Christ is, who are you discipling and who's discipling you? And so, again, set that as a priority in your week that every week I'm showing up to D group. I'm going to be real and authentic. I'm going to set the pace uh, as we talked about confession and repentance in previous weeks, um, set the pace to do that. And again, that is another non-negotiable. And I'm going to actually come with maybe questions or like, Hey, I need help with this. I'm not just going to come and expect the D group leader to just pour out or teach me a bunch of things, but Hey, I actually want to learn and I, I'm respectful of your time. And so I actually want to bring a couple things I'm curious about. Yeah. That's, I was literally going to say that as you were talking is I, we don't just want to come to D group or if you're not a connection group leader, come to connection group looking to just simply receive. But yeah. even though we may not be the leader of that group, we want to come with questions ready to pour out as well as receive. We want to be humble learners, but also humble contributors in all circles where God has placed us. Okay. Uh, Final two, these are just like maybe a little more fun, would be a roommate dinner. Hey, if you're living with a bunch of guys or a bunch of girls, like what if every other Friday night, kind of a non-negotiable, we're getting dinner as roommates, we're yeah. going to go out or, you know, if maybe maybe the gals will, will make something, guys, maybe, I mean, maybe you're good in the kitchen, I don't know, I'm not. Doritos and hot dogs or something. Yeah, and good gift of God's grace. Totally, oh, maybe, maybe it's a Thursday night, watch some football together, um, have, have a bunch of fun. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, okay. A non-negotiable roommate dinner where not only are you having a bunch of fun, but you're also maybe coming with one intentional question in order to get to know your roommates more, love your roommates and kind of go to a deeper level, walk with Jesus. Last one, maybe it's a coffee date with a friend. Maybe, um, there's just someone you love that like pours into you. You feel is really life-giving for you. Again, every other week, once a month, every week, we're getting coffee. We're going. Maybe we're going to talk for 30 minutes, do homework for 30 minutes, whatever it looks like. But I'm going to put a non-negotiable part of my week 
in into community because that is life-giving for me and I know it's the life that God has called me to. Yeah, and I think just to further encourage those last couple ones, like college is such a unique time in life when it comes to community. The amount of people that you have close to you to invest in and have those intentional relationships and just fun relationships with is a unique season to take advantage of. And when you realize, man, this this community that God has placed me with is not just for a season of life, but the very people that God has put before me to shape and mold me and for me to invest and sacrifice for, I think it can leverage you towards taking advantage of that community. Yeah, I would encourage you guys to learn in your four years of college how to live deeply with community and would that set up the trajectory of the rest of your life. We love you guys. We'll see you next week on the Salt Twin Cities podcast.